here, so. Oh, we topped Whoa. it. Whoa, Cole topped it. Okay. Ready to go? Yeah. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark, as always. How's things, brother? Things are good, mate. Yeah, you know, um, being grand in the golf. Now that I've had my lessons from David, being um... I've seen you. Yeah, you've been sneaking the range, but not me as well. I've been <laughs> meaning to um, pull you about this. I'm sick of getting beat by you. Every time I look around, you're hitting a hundred wedge, a little a hundred half shot wedges. Well, that's it. That's what he's told me to do, and I've never normally been this strict with practice. I've always just tried to enjoy it. But I thought, even you know when what? you were boss, yeah, even when I was boss, I just no used way. to. I spent most of my time around the chipping green, just playing games and uh, putting, putting. I never really spent much time. I've always been a field golfer, haven't I? So yeah. I want to get more into the 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 swing and you know, the technical side of the yeah. game now. So. It seems to be working in, in some aspects. It's just the longer irons. It takes a longer yeah, well, uh, to gain. He, he even told you, didn't he, in the lesson, like it takes, it's going to take a minute to transfer to even to a seven iron from a wedge and then from a seven to a four and then even into the driver. Yeah. What was it like taking it to the course? Oh, horrendous. <laughs> horrendous, yeah. <laughs> I, played I, was, I was actually going to, sorry to interrupt, I was actually going to drive up to SNA just to watch you relapse on the first tee and just hit a big Do you know what I, thing you want. Yeah, my first shot on the first tee was straight left, like nearly oh. on the 18th fairway. <laughs> but um, we we just it was just a better ball Stableford. Me and Danny played. Um, we done all right. We both didn't play the best, but there was an eight iron on 13. So 13 and 14 was when I felt it the most, actually ingrained into the swing. Oh, so yeah. on 13, I hit an eight iron and nearly got a hole in one. Nice. It literally like pitched about six foot short. And then took a, a hop forward on, off the down slope and went to about eight foot, uh, left it in the jaws, ended up having a three. And then on the next tee, I just I was trying to do the same thing, you know, get the get fire the hips through, leave the hand, leave the, the arms behind and try and, you know, use the body to hit the golf ball, what David's taught me. And I just I just got it on 14 with a driver, and I hate that tee. Like yeah. that, I'm always left off that tee, always. Um, That's one where you can find your ball from the twelfth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to swap over, um, but yeah. So I've hit, I've hit this drive, and Danny's hit a good one, and I've actually outdrove Danny. Nice. Which is like Danny hits it's the ball well off the tee, you know, yeah. doesn't he? So Lee was miles up there. Lee was like three forty. We 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 marked it out. Yeah, it uh, was yeah, damn windy. He was he keeps sending me videos of that, and then like. We went to the Belfry on, on there, and he was like, he was topping them, and I was like, I was hitting a 340 yesterday, and now I'm topping them. I'm like, what? <laughs> he did, yeah, he caught hold of that one. It was downwind, um, but all three of us, it's absolutely bombs down that, that, and I got it just past Danny. Danny was the only one who made a birdie in the group, like, so <laughs> just, goes to, yeah. just goes to show the levels, I suppose. But no, it was, um, it's difficult to take it to the course. I mean, we've done some content today, and you're seeing, didn't you? You know, we've got a video yeah. coming, coming to Patreon this week, um, but you've seen it just how much I'm struggling, just trying to, because... You really shouldn't be on the course. No, I know, I know, but you've still got to, you've still got to feel your way around the golf course, haven't you, and do things, but, yeah. you know, and even when we went on um, to form all and done the, the the challenge as well, yeah. um, the AIM challenge, again, I was, I was sort of getting in some aspects and not in others, so it's well, just... it, it shows, because just... on the 1799, 110 yards, you were like two foot, one foot, ten foot, yeah. and then as soon as it got to 175, 200... You were 100 foot. 200 foot, 300 foot away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give us a break. <laughs> How about you? How was the, was the Belfry? Do you know what, mate? I think it's got a serious needs to ship shape and kick up the arse if it's going to host the British Masters. Like, it may. Yeah. Why would not look on the bench? Well, it's, a, it's a bit patchy. Like, and the greens are nice, but they weren't as like they were, they've been sanded and the fairways have been treated. And I know a golf course can come a long way in four weeks, but oh, yeah. It's. It's very wet. Four weeks, isn't it? About seven weeks, is it? I know. I mean, it, it is seven weeks now, but I mean, in four weeks, it, like it a month, a, a lot can happen yeah. in this month, especially coming into the hotter weather and the and um, getting a bit of rain and all yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I would like to go well, to go back and see what it's like come May because your conditions compared to what yeah, they're just to see what like some of the tees I was standing back on them like and we were at, like like on that sixth hole with all the water down the left, I had, like four iron like. 58 and i thinking if you if you drive from right back where you're like 100 yards on some of the holes Fuck that. it was like it, it looked like My a nightmare, serious that. test of golf but 
Yeah, it was it was boss. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Getting down there, the history of it all, like all the plaques everywhere and all that. Yeah, just, it's four Ryder Cups and all that's boss. It is. Yeah, Tiger Woods has walked around there. And yeah, it's you've walked the same fairways as Tiger. You know, you had a good place. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Definitely. But I mentioned there about the patron. Uh, obviously, we we mentioned it last week as well. We're really starting to to grow the content on there now. So yeah. my lesson with David Goscombe, uh, there's a forty minute video on Patreon now uh, to watch that and the idea of of those videos and obviously you've had a lesson with David today which we'll yeah. talk about now that's also going to go on there so what we want to do is we're doing alternative golf lessons weekly with David uh, and we're just going to show our progression so David's philosophy uh, and then continue to show that journey of how we're improving and in addition to that you know we've spoke about Matt Branton, 3D Golf Strong. Um, his first video went up today, um, just showing the, the the different tutorials from how he trains and and the the benefits of doing the exercise that he does for the golf swing. So they're the videos that are going up at the moment, and obviously we've got our on course content that'll be going on. So as well as the podcast, so uh, plenty of content that'll be going on and is already on the Patreon. So again, if you wanted to subscribe, uh, we appreciate everyone who's already subscribing, but. I know we had a few questions what it's about. So basically, you will sign up through our link or you can go onto Patreon's own website and just type in Bogey Boys Pod and find us. Then there's an option to sign up for £4 per month and then you're given a username and password like you would with a Instagram, Twitter, anything. You download the app and then each time we upload content, you can watch it through the app um, and any smart device. Similar to YouTube, really, but obviously it's It's, it's like YouTube, free. but it's more of like a, a specific like golf journey that we're going on that other people can actually go on as well with us, get the information, educate themselves, improve the golf, get unique discount codes that we've got as well. Yeah. And it's interesting that you mentioned Matt there because David actually mentioned Matt and I haven't actually been fully doing my program in the gym because I'm going to get, I've been once or twice just doing my own thing, a little run here and there, keeping on top of it. But David even asked me about my balance and because I haven't been doing my lunges and I haven't been doing my program and strengthening my core and like whatever, um, all the rest of it that Matt yeah, gives the stability, us. The, the mobilization you could tell that the stability had gone. Yeah, because my left knee is not the best, so it is actually such such. You could. Specific... I, I was obviously I'd recorded the session. And I could sit. I could tell compared to obviously the positions you normally get in, knowing you for so long in your golf game, like you'd have took a backward step. A million percent, yeah, yeah, one million percent. And it's like you good to uh, see everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone will see as well the the way me and David talk and like do we discuss my golf swing and. The journey I've been on over the last, so well, since we started the podcast, really, I've been going at least once, twice a month. Yeah, I was going weekly, like whenever he can fit me in. Compared to your one lesson since we started the podcast, it's yeah. you can actually see the worlds apart. Aye, aye. No, no, not the worlds apart. The thing is, but the, like, the way Dave was giving it to me, like in forty minutes, we squeezed in an iron session, a checkup, a grip, looking at me grip. Wedge, talk about the grips, a wedges, ball position, a driver, swing path, and it was all crammed in. He sent he sent me away with like three or four things to think about and work on. Whereas like you, you've built up over yeah, the built years, built up over the years where he stripped you down and said work on one thing, half a swing with a, just a pitching wedge. Get that and come back and, to me. and come back. So yeah. that's but I've been there. Yeah. So for anyone looking, thinking, well, wow, that might be too much for Kev, or like Mark hasn't got enough. It's it's all part of the journey, and that's yeah. the sort of journey that you can go on with this. Patreon, and then we're going to open an extra level of Patreon once we get all the clearance off the uh, the parties that be, David, Matt, um, Jamie Glazer and stuff, where we can offer a little bit extra and people can actually go and physically get the lessons, get the plan, but it'll all be run through us. So we'll be the first port of call and go through Patreon and they can literally subscribe like you would to a gym, but it get, gets that second layer of accountability where, yeah, do you know what, I'm still paying for that. Come Even, on the journey with us. Yeah, not, want, not just it, yeah? not just oh, I'll go and get a lesson. It's like wow, yeah. I've got a lesson this month. Yeah, it's booked in. It's scheduled. I need to get there. I need to practice. Yeah, I need to get to the next stage, and then be at the level that I'm at with with me lessons. Yeah, you of know course, what I mean. Yeah. And that's that's sort of what we hope to be like build like a school of bogey boys, like athletes, basically. Yeah, but from the average person. Yeah, no, definitely. And like you say, you can learn from each each lesson. I had 
feedback from one of the patrons mentioning, you know, this is something that I've been working on myself and, you know, he'd neglected to do the drills and just watching that video reminds them that I've got to go and do this yeah. type of work and this type of stuff. So you can see, obviously, everybody's swing, everybody's swing is unique to themselves and we would never say, don't go and see a PJ professional. But what you can take from these videos is seeing how somebody like myself who struggles with the longer game David explains exactly why I'm struggling and helps understand the technical aspects that need to be improved in order to improve the long game. Yeah. Where anybody can take from that. Of course. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like a one-stop shop, like we said, to, to get all your golf tips and, you know, your golf fitness tutorials. And like you say, the mental mastery as well. Once we've spoken to Jamie and got that set up, you can obviously go and subscribe to the, mental mastery clubhouse and you can get all the benefits from the the mental side to the game and performance management and as we say there's there's plenty more to come so if, if you're interested obviously and, and you're not sure about patreon or you're not sure what the platform is then just send us a message or if you're comfortable with it it's four pounds a month so a pound a week you can't even get a large big mac for that and i know <laughs> <laughs> i was just going to talk one more thing about relapsing is if you when you do like say um one of the patrons messaged in saying oh, I need to get back to doing that I couldn't drill the I couldn't keep up with the drills you get to a point where you drill it and you take it to the course and, and you mess it up and you and you like with the journey you're on and all of a sudden it'll become second nature and then you'll be flying you'll be on to the next part yeah so then you'll be doing other things and you'll be on to the next part and then all of a sudden one day you'll go back and Dave will be like what have you done I'm like what he's like and you're back to square one. Yeah. But then it doesn't take as long to build it back up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You get there a lot quicker and then you're back and then you go further. And it's just a constant like I've been back, I've been stripped back to your part about five times. Yeah. And like, I what are you the idea, doing the idea of the, the idea of the patrons and us all being together is that we can motivate each other and yeah. keep each other on, on top of it. Because for, for example, I got my lesson, you seen what I done. It motivated you to say, I'm gonna I need to get back to David. I was scared of you going coming to beat me, man. How good you were it. <laughs> Well, that's it. Talking about somebody who does it, it good better than anybody that we've ever seen ever. On to golf news now. Tiger Woods receiving yeah. his World Golf Hall of Fame. And oh, that it speech. was great, wasn't it? Honestly. It was great. It I was emotional, you. inspirational. Did you cry? You cried, yeah. What part? A few times. Yeah. Do you know, the, the one that got the one thing that stood out for me, and we've done a reel on it on, on the Instagram, was where he came out and said, um, if you don't go out there and put in the work, if you don't go out there and put in the effort, one, you're not going to get the results. And two, more importantly, you don't deserve it. You need to earn it. So that defined my upbringing. That defined my career. Train and hard, like, fight easy. Yeah, just the chills that it, it, yeah. it gave you, just listening to the the main man, the goat, speak those words. It was, like you say, it was emotional, inspirational. Like, if you watch that, it was only meant to be. I think eight minutes he was scheduled to be on before he went on for nearly 20 you're not shutting that man up, I It had everything, no, didn't it? It was funny when he was talking about the putting contest with for the quarters and coming home with more quarters and then the skins. Play, and then he played for dollars because his dad said don't play for quarters. So it had all that. Then it had the the racial aspect of it where he couldn't go in the clubhouse. Yeah. So he w- walked up to the fella and said, "Okay, I'll get changed here." Yeah. Um, two questions: Where's the first tee? And what's the course record? <laughs> it's not, not a man. It's not hard or whatever he said. <laughs> It's like, man. And then there's obviously the there's the part of his his parents taking out a second mortgage to yeah, go to college. And then he, he even broke down and started crying at that point, you know, and, and you just think what the man's been through. All right, there has been some controversial moments, but ultimately, like what the man's done for the game and listening to him stand up. And if you just think of golf in itself, because, you know, we've had a boom in golf the last couple yeah. of years not just down to Tiger, but obviously Tiger wins in 2019. We have the pandemic and now we've got a massive boom again with golf. So it is all interlinked to, no, to the main percent, man. And, yeah. Well, because yeah. everyone who doesn't really know golf, they know Tiger and then they think Tiger's gone and he's finished and then he comes back. It's like, wow, yeah, what is this golf thing? Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly, yeah. But one of the one of the main things that I took from the, um, from the speech was Sam saying that, he goes to Comic-Con dressed as Batman and he FaceTimes his mates talking about the Marvel timelines. And I was like, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to Comic-Con dressed as Batman. Like, but you I, would. I always talk about that. I'm going now. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm always talking about the timelines and Marvel and how it works and all that. Like, it's just, it's, you wouldn't think you'd be that much of a nerd. Would you? With, with it well, I would, you know, I would, when you think would back, you, yeah. have you watched this documentary when you go back to when he was in school and things, yeah, he he is, was a bit, yeah. he's a bit quiet, wasn't he? And a bit, you know, he's a bit like, he wasn't the tag woods that you see no, so like, confident on the course. Yeah. Like, 
the tiger on the course was not the tiger off no, the course, was it? So definitely not. Uh, I can see that part. I can see uh, that okay, side. Yeah, I can see I him d- like a, a Call of Duty headphones on going right into it type of guy, no mate. No way, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, that Jay Monaghan, he moved the age down from forty-five, from 50 to 45. And do you reckon it was because he got a scare thinking, wow, if Tiger Wood died in that car crash, we wouldn't have been able to induct him. So we need to move the age down quick, induct him, and then get him... Get yeah. him in there fast. Is that what it was? Is that what well, it was? 50, and now they moved it to 45, and Tiger's just turned 46. Ah, right. Okay. So, dude, it was all a bit like, I'm going to win it. We, we could have lost the goat here. Yeah, could have lost him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah. We're talking um, to Jay Monaghan, though. Did you see his press conference yeah, at the players? He was, he was staying, wasn't he? He was very staying. Yeah. He's protecting his assets there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You could tell he's really taking what's being said personal. And he's it's not just f- business. He's step it. He's put aside the Saudi League. Like it's, oh, yeah. He said, like um, it's at, um we are focused on legacy, not leverage. That was the main point mm. that he made from it. So, well, that's a direct hit, isn't it? Direct hit to Phil. That. Yeah, it was interesting as well when he was taught, he was asked about Phil returning to the tour and whether he'd been suspended. And obviously, he said we don't talk about disciplinary for players, but he just said the ball is in his court. He said that he's stepping away and he wants time to reflect, Phil. And he said that's the right thing for him to do at the moment. If that's something that he wants to do, that's yeah, it's like gonna... when you when you, you see on the films and they go for a fight and it's like walk away, walk away. You yeah. know what's good for you. Yeah, yeah. And then the fella gets off, but it's like yeah, it wasn't the choice, was it? He's just done it because like he had to sort of back down, didn't he? Yeah. And then he's he said in addition to that, uh, when he's ready to come back to the tour, we're going to have that conversation, and that's a conversation I look forward to. And I was like, he's Al Capone, or like <laughs> Matt, uh, he's the chief, Don Corleone. He is the yeah, chief. He is the chief, the top boy. But I just thought it was. That was like, like you say, shut up shop to the Saudi league. Like, yeah. I'm sick of talking. Well, no, it's, 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 you can say, you can act all that. Like, but that's Saudi, they, they're probably not bothered. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? What was interesting, though, there was, it was rumoured that the week of the players was going to be when the Saudi the announcement, were going to announce thinking, the players yeah. yet. So it's interesting that whether that was true or not, we'd never know. But if it, it it's a bit strange that nothing's being said about it in, in such a unique week for the tour. Like, the players is always one of the biggest weeks. It's the start of the top golf season. It's yeah. the biggest pace. You know, it's 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 the build up to the majors. It's the Florida swing. So, it's um it's interesting that you know that the Saudi league's being silent. I thought we were going to hear something. I know, and in 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 a way, the Saudi league could have come out and if people think golf's long because it's four days, now golf's going on five days. Like it was looking like a six day at one well, point. This is it's it, like, yeah. They could have come out and been like, we've got. A tournament here, it's going to be over in one day, 10 million. Like, wouldn't you rather watch this? But what's interesting about you saying there about the um, start of, like, major season, remember when I was talking about the players? I was like, wasn't it in October or didn't they get moved? Well, it it got moved to May in 2007. And then that that made it then. The players in May, the US Open in June, the Open Championship in July, and the PGA Championship in August, and then the Tour Championship in September. So it was like a big full run every month. And then in 2017, they announced that in 2019, it was going to go back to March. Okay. And it was in March previous before 2007. So I knew it had a bit of movement. Yeah. But that was, I reckon that schedule's better than with this one a month, do you? Yeah. Well, it, the you know sort I mean? of is now when you think about it, you've got March, the players, yeah. April, the Masters, May, PGA, June, US Open, July, the Open. And then August, you've got the build-up to the FedEx playoffs. Yeah, the then. FedEx, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's why they've changed it round. Yeah, well, oh yeah, because they moved. Oh yeah, because they moved the PGA Championship, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, I just remember I wanted to do a little fact check because I was checking October, isn't it? But I just knew. <laughs> yeah, no. it had moved at some point. Yeah. But just dropping back to Tiger's speech, right? Did you hear what he said about his dad taking him on the on the golf course right to the bottom and it being dark? Yeah. And he was like, "If you lose your ball, you you were going home." And he made 17 holes in the dark. Who else would be able to do that? We can't even play half a hole in the light. I lose all <laughs> my balls in the light. <laughs> oh, it's great, isn't it? It's just, he is just, he's hes so unique. He is the goat. I know. There'll never be anybody like him. We've just got to appreciate what, what's left of him, really. Well, there's a new up-and-coming goat. Cooper Dossy, he shot 58 on the Coca, on the Coca-Cola Dr. Pepper. And he's already... <laughs> is that what it's called? I think so, yeah. That's what it said. And he's... um. He's already had a 59 last year as well. Has he? How yeah. old is he? I think he's like 25. Not bothering with the one-to-watch segments on him. That's man. it. That's your one-to-watch <laughs> That's Watch it. out for this guy. Shot a 58 and a 59. That's it, yeah. Some boy. Some boy indeed. Some boy indeed. So, obviously, just to put it into context, we won't be reviewing the players on this show. Yeah. Um, because the players are still 
uh, happening now whilst we're whilst we're we're recording. So um, we're going to do an additional players podcast segment and upload that straight to YouTube. Lovely. So look out for that. Right. And that'll bring us nicely on to that time again. It's that time again, y'all. The birdie boogie bust. The birdie boogie bust. Birdie bogey bust. Is it my birdie this week? I think it's you, yeah. Well, I know we've just mentioned there that the players is still going, but for me, my birdie is Shane Lowry getting the whole of it. Oh, the celebration was the first class, one. It? it was the first one of the week, and I know obviously Hovland's had another one today. Yeah, well, he had one on the on the on the eighth, two hundred thirty-seven yards, four iron. That is a hole in one. But I just think, you know, these nah it's the the, you'd rather on 17, wouldn't you? And it's not just that it's not just a hole in one as well. It was his reaction to it, the way how he was so pumped. He was with Poulter as well, and Poulter's always a laugh, isn't he? Yeah. And then uh, the fact it was awkward though, wasn't it? Like the like he he, had his arms out and then Larry like hit him him and then he was gonna hug and then he fist but it was like (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do. But then um, it's not just that, it's the fact that he's picked his ball up, such an iconic ball for him, you'd think he'd keep it. Yeah. Launches it straight into the crowd. Nah, you've got to put it in the crowd. Man. You've got to, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. But I just thought that was a nice touch. And then as he obviously goes through, he's high on cloud nine, going over to the 18T, trying to calm himself down. And the guy comes over and asks for his autograph and he goes and signs the ball as well. So I just thought like the whole scenario. Done the whole well, touch, that fan, hasn't he? Yeah, very well. Done yeah. well. But then what was also funny, and obviously this this is also part of me, Birdie, just how nuts golf is in general. Then the following group, Pat and Kaziah comes on and fully shanks one and nearly puts oh. it on the on the tree island. The contrast is just like it's like, just years apart. Years it? apart, yeah. But that and they're two top level golfers. That is golf in a nutshell, that is isn't it? Got, yeah. like, like the frustrations the and ups the and downs. ups and downs. That's yeah. it, isn't it? So that was me birdie for the week, just how Unbelievably nuts golfers. Oh, it is, isn't it? What's your well, birdie? yeah, this is unbe- this is gonna go straight into unbelievably nuts. I don't know why it's it's me birdie, but I just every time I'm watching the golf on Sky, it goes to like the golf channel or some sort of advert, and this fella talks about like something that he's seen crazy on the golf course, and he talks about a plane landing on the seventh hole at his golf course in Wales. Yeah, and this fella gets out, gets a, the fella who's playing in the four ball, who's a lawyer. Picks him up and flies off to his wherever he's got to go, his court case or something. So he's rep- the fellow who's playing golf, representing this guy on the plane. He must be, yeah. And he's flew in, got him, and then got <laughs> off on the look on And the fellow's like, yeah, it's like one of the Listen, mark thinkers. your ball, we're going. Yeah, like imagine, imagine like just playing for him, the other plane just lands. Oh my god! Like what? What is going on there? But yeah, I just thought that, uh, like, obviously people must see it because they must be watching the golf. Or, but some people just listen to our podcast for the golf news. I've been told a few times, so they might never have heard that. So it's quite. No, it's funny quite unique, yeah. yeah so very I just funny, thought that yeah. would be me, uh, me birdie. Your birdie for the week. Uh, bogey, we've mentioned it there, just the weather at the players. Oh, now no. it's sort of killed the tournament. You mentioned there the comments from John Ram. What did he say? Yeah, well, that, that was going to be sort of my bogey, the weather. And so it's leading on from the same thing. But he said basically that if the weather, if it wasn't the players, they wouldn't have been forced to go out on that Saturday. They wouldn't have been playing. Yeah, I know I did speak last week about, obviously I'm excited for the 13. I know, yeah. To see the 7 and 8 time. No, I wasn't. I, I said I was against did, it yeah. from the start, I'd, wasn't I? It was in a sense, but then it become a bit silly because players were executing good shots. Like and he, just, he kept it, like he hit it and he just turned around and laughed his head yeah, off. Yeah, like, the gust of wind coming, it was took a good 20-yard it, it shot. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was ridiculous that. It was, and it, it sort of killed the tournament from a, from a sense that you messaged me, didn't you, about the statistics about, uh, was it like 68% of one half of the draw got through? And if you're early late, it was like 68% got through and late early, it 32. was 32. But like, whatever, yeah. whatever the better draw was. So obviously Tommy Fleetwood side, obviously go off early, shoot six under. Yeah. And then if you went off in the afternoon, you were off early the following day and you just got caught up in the whole storm. Um, you say the likes of Morikawa missed the cut, Cantley missed the cut, Kepka, like you mentioned, Spieth, yeah, it was you know, Tommy only had to come up for a few holes and chill, didn't he? And then he had he had time. He had the nice weather the whole time through. Yeah, so I think just the weather has sort of turned the players into a, a lucky. That's why obviously, to get it, moved back to May. Well, nice <laughs> in Florida in May. So you've got obviously you've got the the players who are up there competing now. I think Casey, Cam Smith were leading, and Keegan Bradley were leading at nine under when yeah. when we'd last seen it before we started recording here. So it'd be interesting to see who's won when we switch it back on. Um, but no, it's it's just 
The weather is sort of it was the look of the draw, and now the weather's just sort of killed the tournament a little bit. Yeah. You can't you can't account for it. The weather's the weather, but like what Ram said, it, it, but they knew the week them before, out. didn't they? Yeah, if they're going to finish it on Monday, you know, could they have just finished it on Tuesday and give everyone an opportunity? I don't know whether that's well, I had a full day off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Just I was there's loads of logistics, though, isn't it? You got to get to the um, the Valspar on Wednesday. It's like it puts your whole... yeah. It does. It's like the day off, isn't it? But it's not as though they're playing for pennies. This oh, is like no, this yeah. is the no, biggest no. purse. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody wins the players back to back, and and small number of players who've won the players twice. So it's like it's a very unique and difficult tournament to win, no, it is, and then making it that much more difficult. That was just me bogey the week. Just yeah. how um, I know it was a no, difficult man, decision. It's, but... it's it ruins the viewing as well, doesn't it? You're like you Saturday night, you're chilling, you want to just watch the golf, you're not really doing much. It's yeah, there's nothing on. No, it's like yeah. what. Yeah, exactly. Have to go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> to catch up on neighbours with me, missus. I know, yeah. <laughs> neighbours. Do you watch neighbours? No, she does. She watches neighbours. She loves it. Oh my god. I know. Well, it's, it's cancelling. It is cancelled. No, yeah. the wedding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your bust? The news broke about Nelly Corder yeah, going same. to um, the hospital with the blood clots. I know. Like, Terrible, wasn't it? What's that about? I know. I know. Yeah, she said that um, she was doing some sort of uh, commercials and whatever and some uh, stuff for the sponsors and she got swelled in her arm. So she was advised to go to the emergency room, the A&E. Wow. And um, then they found blood cl- a blood clot there. So she's recovering at home. She says, so obviously we wish her the best, but it's just golf on the LPGA Tour, which we'll come on to on the show. It's again, it's on such a boom. It's had the injection of cash. You've got Jin Young Co winning everything. Yeah. Nelly Cordell was winning everything last year. You've got really two unbelievable talent there who at the peak of the game it'd be interesting to see who who really is the best woman in the LPJ tour because Nelly Corder had such a run and then sort of didn't play for a bit and then when she didn't play uh, Jin Young Ko came in and then she went on a massive run yeah. she's still going on that run now with the like we mentioned the amount of sub 60 rounds and all the greens, greens that we were talking about, yeah. yeah. So, so she's it just be it'd be great just to see them both. So it's a bit of a Boston blow. going like head like head to head in a, a big tournament, yeah. Like a like a Tiger and Phil back in the day, or like yeah, a, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Ram and both, ex- they're both like... extremely young, um, they're both unbelievably talented. So I think getting them both. So obviously, I know health comes first above everything. It's Not just million percent, gutted yeah. for Nelly Corder that that's happened at this time when the season's just kicking off and. Uh, hopefully she has a full recovery. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, all the best. Mm. But even when you talk about the the LPJ tour, there you've got like the likes of Leona Maguire and um, the Danish lady who's won. What's her name? We won this week. These yeah, are young, Madsen, yeah, not Madsen, sorry, yeah. And you've got these are major players in the game that can be coming up, challenging like the likes of like when you've got Hull, who's like a big English star, you've got more like superstars coming from different countries other than America, England, yeah. Japan and Korea, where they've yeah, been yeah. originating from. Well, that's just go. We, we can talk about the the Honda LPJ Thailand now then, obviously, yeah, yeah. In, in course reviews. So, yeah, like you say, Nana Madsen uh, won the, the LPJ Thailand tournament, uh, the first ever Danish winner. So, again, like... Of that tournament or in women's golf? In women's golf, the yeah. first ever Danish winner. It just so, puts on exactly the LPGA tour. A, a rise to, I mean, a, a accreditation to what uh, Hillikid all said about the Danish coaches and what Andres Carley said about all the how, how Danish golf is on the rise and it's it's not, it doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon and that's across the board, men and women. Yeah, you've got Pedersen as well oh, yeah. over on there, obviously. And it, it just, you know, you're seeing a couple of weeks back, or couple, maybe last month, was it, um, when Leona Maguire, someone you mentioned there, became the first ever Irish woman. Well, that's it. You're it's getting like, more first. Yeah, you get exactly. You're getting you know? people. And that goes just off the back of the Solheim Cup as well. You know, what Europe did in the Solheim Cup was quite heroic, wasn't it? Yeah. And obviously, they, they're kicking on from that, the Europeans now, and they're winning on the top stage. So it's not just, like you say, Korean dominance or American dominance. Yeah. You're getting the Europeans. Now we were coming up and they're just the challenging, you know, yeah. and, and you put that down to a couple of things. You put it from, from the Danish stuff, the the coaching and, and what's changed. And obviously we've we've spoke to a, a number of Danish influential people in, in golf on a couple of our podcasts. But then you've also got like the Amer- American college system as well. A yeah. couple of them going over through the American college system like Leona Maguire did. And then obviously coming out and showing that look, how good I am. That's it. The, the American college system works for men just as, I mean, women just as well as it works for men. Yeah. It and does, like, yeah. like, as you said, golf's in a good spot. It's on the rise all around the money. 
everything's getting better. So a little girl, little girls in Ireland might be looking up thinking, do they want to get into like I don't know, like a, a sport like boxing because like Katie Taylor's doing well or yeah, yeah. Then they, they see Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's doing well. They want to get into that sort of um, sport. So then now they can see golf. Like they obviously they see Rory and Lowry. Shane Lowry winning the Open, yeah. Um, Graham McDowell, who's obviously the Northern Irish, but like yeah. you just they've got someone else to look up to now, like a, another Irish sports star. And it's she doesn't seem like she's going anywhere either. No, definitely not. She's going to win plenty more, plenty more. But it, it wasn't a walk in the park for Madsen. Obviously, it looked like she was just going to walk away with the title. She had a four shot lead with three holes to play, bogeyed sixteen, pared seventeen. Uh, which gave her a two-shot lead, then going down 18 because uh, Chinese star Jing Lin made birdie on 17, and then Lin makes uh, birdie on 18, and then obviously they, they they go into a playoff there, and then um, both make birdie down the first playoff, all going down 18 again, and then Madsen just knocks it to 10 foot on the uh, in in two on, on the 18th again, and then rolls it in and makes that eagle and wins with the eagle. So it was just it was just amazing how. They won the fashion that they won it in as well. So, yeah. like that, Lynn has gone birdie, birdie, birdie on eighteen, birdie in regulation, birdie on uh, first playoff hole, birdie on second playoff hole, and still lost. Yeah, that's, the tournament. So it's a bitter pill to swallow, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And she said, "I'm very proud." Uh, sometimes it's just weird. You shoot twenty six under and then cannot win a tournament, but that's my lowest ever shot in a tournament week, uh, and like four days of very solid golf. Uh, I'm going to take a lot from this. Yeah, of course. So I was like, remember Cam Smith shooting 31 under, won it, and didn't win? In the I mean, sorry, John Rahm shot John Rahm. 31. Cam Smith won, didn't he? Yeah, the century tournament champions. Was it? Yeah. Won every, yeah. whatever. John Rahm shot 30 under, something won it, and he yeah. didn't win. It's he like, didn't win. If you, you don't, you've just got to, the winning score is the winning score. Yeah. No matter what you shoot. Of course it was, yeah. So it was, they obviously didn't see much of it. There was highlights on, on Sky, and I caught the end and, and the playoff and that, but. Obviously, just to finish it off, Madsen said after the tournament that it's amazing. It's a dream come true. Um, it was a crazy day, a lot of good things. It was actually fun playing in the playoff at the end, and she's really excited to be standing with the trophy. So, Gosh. plenty more to come from Danish golf. It's just something that we're just not going to be talk- not going to stop talking about over I the know. coming years. And it's it's just bossed away compliments exactly what uh, Marcus and Andreas said about it. And like Marcus looked as he said, well, we mentioned last week, he looked at Nikolai and Rasmus and was like. I feel like I can win. Yeah. And then she's just normal. That. It's just yeah. normal. So yeah. it's like the one, they're like one nation. Aren't success they? breeds success. Yeah. Success breeds success. Yeah. It's just, um, because it's such a small nation, they probably all know each other. Like they all train like next to each other. And like, well, Andreas Carly said that. Yeah. Exactly. He said, you're I mean. a junior, you go in and you've got, um, JB Hansen playing from one side. You have Marcus Hill killed on the other side. And it's like, you know, what better, people to look up to the ones who are making it on the tour that you want to play on i know i've got you to the left of me and tony the chopper to the right of me like trying to <laughs> trying to elevate thanks for that no um worries. dp world tour now then a couple of events obviously the bit of a beast in my ass <laughs> what was happening there Seven thousand eight hundred yards or whatever it was and then you've got four players shooting 10 unders on the first like, round ridiculous scoring I just don't know what's gone on there. Obviously, again, not something that we, it wasn't coverage wasn't shown. So I've just watched the highlights. Um, didn't get to see any of it live. But well, as you said, altitude surely playing a massive role in that. Yeah, the seven eight. Just it's nothing, is it? Really, yeah. it's not. Well, obviously, Pablo Larthabal's won. It's his sixth DP World Tour win, and even after the first round in his interview, he's turned around and he said. This is a golf course that you've just got to go and attack. You cannot afford because it's going so low and so many birdies. Yeah. You just got to go all out attack, you know. And um, obviously he done that and he, he got the he got the win. In the end, he got the win, yeah. And he's um, I can't believe he had six wins, Jim. Yeah, it's one more than Tommy Fleetwood. I know. I was thinking that put him in a category ahead of Tommy. Yeah. But even them three players all in the playoff, they're all shooting twenty two under. Larazabal, Smith, and Argia Arnus, they could be potentially. Right, I think Smith carries on like his form has been ridiculous, hasn't it? Well, Smith's fourth in the in the, in the race to Dubai now. Yeah. He's had um since the to- since the to- he's made every cut that he's played in the in the five yeah. tournament. He finished second in the Raz Al Kami, didn't he? Yeah. And then before that, he was tied ninth at the Dubai Desert Classic and tied twelfth at the HSBC Abu Dhabi. So, you know, like he, the only thing he hasn't done so far is win. Yeah. On the on on in this season, so you know, it, he's definitely somebody who. If he continues in the in the form that he's got now, 
um, he's definitely going to be in contention to play right. Yeah, he's not mentioned in a bracket with like a um, Matt Wallace or the um, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, Tiddle Hatton. No, that sort of top level of English. English. He's more in the Eddie Pepperells, like, David Horsey. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, but really. He's the next one to make the jump, I think, over to the PJ and start having a crack. I definitely think so, yeah. You know I definitely I mean? think so. When you consider how good he is, his game all round is just solid. There's no real weakness there. No. And, you know, it, I think sometimes if you're playing well and you have a couple of good weeks, then that's fair enough. But you've got to remember when the Middle East swing was going on, it was months ago now. Yeah. So to still keep that form and going just shows the class of the lad. And, you know, he, he'll be gutted there. That's a second, second place finish in in a number of events, but, you know, he's... He's getting closer, not like we were talking about you in there. You're knocking on the door and yeah. you're, um, you're going to... Someone's going to answer shortly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. We're talking about you and as well there. Obviously got got himself into contention. Um, Probably wasn't... Probably too far back to win considering the, the, the how many people were in front of him and the leaders, but he certainly had a, an opportunity to make it back-to-back top tens. But yeah. uh, shot five over in the final round and he actually dropped 50 places in the end to 61st. So... Quite an expensive couple of yeah. couple of final rounds, but again, proof that he didn't let that final round when he was leading the previous week um, in the Magical Kenya Open impact him too much. No, because he's went out and had three unbelievable rounds of golf in South Africa, and then obviously again a poor finish. So he, he's proven week in week out that he belongs on the tour. Oh, million and again, it's just a matter of time before he can put swing them four rounds together and then get that victory. Because again, he comes so close challenge. He was a three second place finishes. I know he lost in a playoff yeah. once, didn't he? So he is just knocking on that. Oh, door. He will, he will, like as I just said, like he would like it will get answered. And like I said last week, I believe he will win very soon. Yeah. Definitely. I think it was fitting that Lorazabal won because he was leading going down like he had three three holes to go with bogey seventeen. Yeah. And then Birdies every one of the playoff holes. Yeah. It's you deserve to win when you're doing things like that. Well that's it. And I think making that's pro- three birdies on the playoff holes. Yeah. But it's like the other way with with Lynn. Yeah, that's what you I was gonna what I mean? say. Yeah, it's a, you look at that and she's probably gutted thinking, well, she birdied seventeen as well. So if she went oh. birdie seventeen, birdie eighteen, birdie eighteen twice in the playoff and you lose. It's like but then it, obviously Madsen was was the one who let it in. Anyway, because she was obviously a four-shot lead with three holes to play. You don't normally give them up, do you? So, obviously, nerves played a part, but fair play. And again, fair play to Laradabal for holding his nerve and getting his sixth DP World Tour win. Congratulations. If he carries on, like as as we just said, Ryder Cup is... Could well, be plen- on the card. There's plenty, we? yeah. We, sp- we speak about the Ryder Cup all the time because we were so disappointed. We just Ryder Cup contender, anyone that wins, don't we? <laughs> like, but like, if, if you win and you carry on your form and you win again, it's like, why not? No, but I do think this young crop of up and coming players is what is needed in a in in our team. So you talk there about Jordan Smith. You talk about the Hoygaard twins. You know, there's players there. There's three players there who, if the Ryder Cup was getting picked today, mm. and they hadn't made it, and you said to me, "Them three players are going to be the captain's picks," I'd be happy. Yeah. Well, Smith would be getting in on merit, wouldn't he? Because he's fourth in he's the race fourth, to Dubai. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if, if if that wasn't the case oh, yeah, yeah. and you looked at them three and he didn't get in and you picked them as a captain's pick, I'd be happy than saying going for a, a Westwood, a Poulter and a Stenson. Then last year, like last um, Ryder Cup, would you have been? Well, no. No. Yeah, no, I it? wouldn't. it come too soon. it yeah. come too soon. Yeah, but what I think, know. obviously, there's a chip. And at the last Ryder Cup, I wasn't unhappy that Poulter and West Poulter and was it Poulter and Westwood got picked. No, Westwood got in a merit, didn't he? Yeah, Poulter got picked. Um, I wasn't disappointed with that because I thought he. Is... I was. I didn't. I, I think no. I had a great about it, didn't I? Yeah, but I think he is Mr. Ryder Cup. So my golf life open. I, I don't know what I thought about the scoring. Really, it's part know? of that South African alliance with the Sunshine Tour, isn't it? Like, well, it's, yeah, it's over there. There's look. Big South South African um, contingent, and it's the same this week. Isn't yeah, it? and again that again this week. Yeah, you've got the final leg in South Africa until November, so this is yeah. the last time they'll be playing there. Um, you've got the Qatar Masters the following week, and then that's because um, it's all been jumbled because of COVID, still because yeah. of COVID, isn't it? And then obviously, like you mentioned there, that there's a week off for the Masters then uh, before Europe's the centre stage on the tour. So I think from the week after the Masters right up to um, I think it's October or November every tournament in Europe then. Again, another 1.5 million pace on offer um, at the Stain City Championship. Stain, I'm glad you said that because I just said Sten. 
Uh, the club at Stay in City, Johannesburg, South Africa. It's the inaugural. We love it. Oh, we, we love, love an to inaugural. See it, the drama. We love an inaugural, the drama. Do you know what else we love? Go on. A 7,716 bit of a beast. <laughs> you have to stop saying this. No, that's a name. That's <laughs> no, a chip it's in a the thing, foot. <laughs> it's a thing now. But yeah, that's what I mean. It, that, like that yardage can't be taken into account really because it's just make believe that with, yeah. with the altitude. I sorted, I sorted the fact check out as well. Go on. Um, Magical Kenya Open, Slattery finished top 20. And you said, shouldn't that get him in to the to the following week? But it's only top five that get through to the following week. Um, ah, right. I don't know whether it's just because, like you say, it's it's a merged event with the Sunshine Tour. So there's a lot of invitations for the Sunshine. I think the leading 75 players from the Sunshine Tour get a spot. So that's uh-huh. why it's only open to the top five. I think in general terms, it would be top 20, but... These... I just know I, I know that's a PJ tour thing because you can Monday qualify Monday qualify and you can keep playing. It's most tours, challenge tour yeah. as well. It's it's most tours, but but just to fact check the the um we wasn't sure why Lee didn't get the chance to play if he finished top twenty uh, right, because for these for these two tournaments it's top five only uh, okay. from previous events who got in. So okay. maybe just because the field was so full and there was only yeah. so many spots available that that was the reason. Yeah, but oh, yeah. um, a couple of fact checks checked. We've checked the checks. We like them. That's it. We do love it. And there's been no fact checks this week as well. So not yet. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> Give us a minute. Yeah. But yeah, like you say, they're the staying championship, staying city championship, the final leg in South Africa until November. And we've also got one more event on the PJ Tour, haven't we? The Valspar Championship. Yeah. So um, this is always a crowd pleaser, isn't it? This it one. Is, yeah. um, obviously, it cancelled in 2020 because of COVID, which we know about. And then yeah. there's reduced crowds and not the usual themed Valspar. The Innsbruck Resort Copperhead course. Yeah. Yeah. So 7,340. Bit of a beast. <laughs> <laughs> At a par seventy. It's a par seventy one. So it's yeah, it can have it can have a bit of a beast. It's that's a bit just... of a beast. Yeah. What we like about this one is obviously the festival like atmosphere, don't we? Yeah. You know, you've got all sorts going on. Golf's on a boom at the minute. We've seen what happens at the waste management. Everyone's just cashing in on the fans, though, aren't they? Like yeah. more beer, beer, more, more beer, <laughs> more vodka. <laughs> but like, yeah, more food. Get them out there. State atmospheres, tough holes. Like just cashing in on. Like everyone just wanting to go and have a good time. But yeah, well, that's it. You know what I mean? You go to an NFL game, you go to a football game, you go anywhere and you can literally get boozed up. You can cheer, you can do everything and you can be part of the entertainment package. Golf's always been quiet, please. Put your phone away. Yeah. Do this, do that. I think now golf's coming into the modern era. Yeah, get like, your top off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just swing mean? your top round your head, jump in the lake if you've got a hole in one. <laughs> Ride your driver. Yeah, just what Harry, that's just Harry Higgs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's the man. Uh, yeah, but no, normal service uh, resumes this year at the Valspar. So we've obviously got the, the there's a margarita deck, there's lounge chairs, there's bourbon tasting, there's all sorts yeah. going on. You've got a concert. Um, and they're on track to pulling over 100,000 in the crowd, averaging around 25,000 a day. Um, no Thursday, this Thursday, St. Patrick's Day as well. So the asking members of the crowd to come in green yeah, yeah to get to get that and Valspar itself it's a it's a paint manufacturer so each day they're giving two and a half thousand prizes out to people in the crowds who are um color dressed in, in the most colors oh, they want nice. to um, incorporate that so well, that's it though it gets a bit of vibe on the telly everyone's happy sun's out do you know what i mean well that's it and there's, there's they've got a couple of Stand in and around greens as well. Um, yeah. and obviously, we'll come on to the actual course and the snake pit and how difficult it is. But 17's a par three, um, a bit of a, a potential crowd pleaser there. As we come on, we could see some um waste management scenes if people have been on the margaritas and the bourbon well, all day. It, yeah, you just never know. The margaritas, remember? Like, I was tracking my calories and uh, I went oh. to Weatherspoons and put like a pint in a margarita. And you were like, Where did you mar- Were you drinking margaritas? And I was like, No, nah, I had a pizza. And you're like, A pizza is only 150 calories or something. And I was like, Oh, have I tagged in a margarita drink there? <laughs> Trying to blend no one's, me, no blend one's me, your calorie intake all the yeah, time. Blend me deficit. <laughs> but, um, do you know what's exciting? Oh, it's exciting ish. But Casey's coming into a bit of a form and he loves it around here. He's had a couple of wins. I do think he had one back to back or he won at 17, 19, or, or whatever. Yeah. So he's had a couple of good ones. And defending champ Sam Baines, who's obviously going to be back next week to defend his crown, is bending up round sawgrass. sawgrass as we speak. Yeah. So it's 
Yeah, it keep is an gonna, eye on them too. And it, you know, it's going to be a good field as well. Mori Kawa's making his debut. Yeah, uh, and then all those players from the top ten who are playing Xander, Shafley, Justin Thomas, and DJ have also said that they're going to be playing this week. So it's a lot. Yeah, there's a, a lot it's to look a quite forward a to. Field, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but like you mentioned here, the, the Copperhead course. Um, we we mention all the time, don't we, about the the bear trap? Well, this is obviously the snake pit, yeah. um, which is the 16th, 17th, and 18th holes, and obviously these the course in itself. It's tree lines with a lot of water. So generally the players who are the best tee to green. Like you can't overpower this course. It's a, you've got to think about where you're positioning the ball. So that's why the likes of Paul Casey does so well around there. Yeah. Very solid with his iron play, very good off the tee. And again, Sam Baines, when he won it last year, was flawless tee to green, yeah. led the field in all the statistics that you could that you could imagine he would do. Um but just gone going on 16, 17, and 18. When we talk about the, the snake pit, you've got the 16th hole, which is a 460 yard par four, and it's it considered as one of the hardest holes on the PJ tour. It's got a narrow fairway bordered by water on the right, trees on the left, and little room for error off the tee. So it just goes on what, what I mentioned there. Then onto the 17th hole is a 215 yard par three. So unless Hovland's playing, I don't think we're going to be seeing any polling ones <laughs> on there. But you know, an opportunity for the fans to get involved and interact on that on that par three. It's not stadium esque like the, yeah. the the waste management, but there'll be an opportunity there for fans to potentially get involved. And I think the the players will appreciate that as well. I don't know where I think they the love modern it. the yeah I think They're, the like day the, player, that yeah. dinosaurs died, aren't it? Yeah, I think you so. I mean? think we're seeing a new a new age in golf yet. So um, the only saving grace for that hole is that you know it's it's got the largest green on the course that one but obviously it will be determined based on the pin location because there's certain locations on that green which are a nightmare when you're going in with a with a what were they going in six seven iron from 215 multi sometimes a five iron and then obviously you've got the 18th hole as well to, to finish the snake pit which is bunkers line uh, both sides of the fairway it's uphill 445 yard par four and the green slopes back to front. Yeah. So a challenging finish. Does, yeah, a challenging finish. It's um we haven't we spoke about this probably last year when we done it, but the Valspar's got an interesting one because they had the tournament already. Everything done stands and all that. And then people remember because I spoke about it, but Tiger then entered late yeah. and then yeah. they had to go and buy more stands. More, more beer, more beer, yeah. <laughs> more vodka. They had to go and get all, all like get extra tickets, put all, make everything extra security, extra everything, just because for one man, it's just, just great. I love, that, I just yeah. love that story. It's possible. I'm tell that every time we review the Let's pass. do it. Yeah, I love it. I love hearing about. I love hearing about that guy. His boss way to start the podcast, and it's just a great way to end the podcast this week. Obviously. Pick, can't do pots, our picks, can we? Pots pots out, yeah, no. The players have absolutely ruined this week's podcast, but but they give us a chance to do an extra podcast, so yay, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously we hope everyone's enjoyed um, a, a sort of change show. Obviously, we've not had a chance. Oh, to... we're there. I've got one more thing to add. Okay, let's go. Another fact check thing, but yeah. it's not a fact check. You were talking about. I don't thoroughly think through my ideas when I say, "Ah, oh, the rules of golf and all this," blah blah blah. Okay, so I've got me. Rules. This is a for nice me, way to finish. For me, um, a rules clear up, I'm calling it. So this is the one where we spoke last week where you that said you should just be able you to, do, be whatever able you to want. do what you want, yeah. to have a tournament and see the best So all the, the little farting rules in golf that I just don't like. Explain, go on. So basically, your caddy is your caddy and he's there to help you. So he can line you up, stand behind you, talk about whatever you want, say move left, move right, them little nudges here and there. Okay. You can, you're the team. You can get involved in that. Yeah. In the reeds, stand behind, make sure you're aiming, right? Any ball, any type you want, any hole, change it, hard, soft, like I was talking about. Yeah. And then just to not go too ridiculous, you can have, and you like you were saying about the time, two drivers or two of each wood, so you can have a low degree and a high degree, three wood, five wood driver. So you, you take both of the clubs. You can take both, so you're allowed duplicates of that. You're allowed more than 14 clubs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're allowed you're allowed your fourteen plus another of each of woods, five wedges, two putters, if you so desire. So you can have a left hander putter, right hander put whatever you want out. You want to mix it up. You know what I mean? Like Ronnie O'Sullivan. Whatever you want to do, yeah. <laughs> Lift clean and place everywhere. Bunkers the lot. Bunkers, you pick it up, you rake your spot, and you're playing off the sand. None of this plug lie. None it's a this. hazard though, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's a hazard. It's hard enough playing out of a fluffy line of bunker. You don't need to be plugging the ball. Okay. Right? Just hear me out. Anyway. I'll hear you out, yeah. So yeah, you rake your spot going there. The water, whenever you hit it in the water, 
you go to where it was and you come to the left of it, right of it. Side. None of this line of entry. It's to the side. Go up and wherever. So you don't lose distance. You don't lose any distance because you've still had a welly. You've still, the ball still travelled that far up. You can just put it in. None of this where it crosses and all that palaver that you have to go through. It causes trouble on 18 this week at the players, doesn't it? That Because if you have a little snapper, you, you're right back, aren't you? Off the tee yeah, that's team. what I mean. So you should be able to go to the line and walk across and go there. That's in my little. This is just. This is just in your it's game. It's just to make it that little bit easier. Okay. Do you know what I mean? That that little bit more fun where you can like because there was a whole at um, the sixth hole. I was talking about that the Belfry. It's it was like a two hundred and eighty yard carry to the green, and I was thinking if if I could play my rules, you could have a smack, and you get quite close, you could drop it for two, and then. Make an easy par. Whereas if you have a smack and it crosses right in front of the tee, you're going again from there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, OB, you drop it where it left. No stroking penalty. You one one shot and drop go. your second play. Your yeah. third from there. Um, and on the on the tee, you can go as far back as you want. Not too club lengths. No. And if you sign for the wrong score, you say sorry and you resign it. <laughs> I like and that. And that's Kev's rules of golf. That's that's not too bad. That's not too bad. We can. Um, so it's just a couple of. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to do something like that. Uh, no one are talking about diff- incorporating different things in golf to make it a bit more entertaining. I'm just not sure. I think some of them would make sense. I'm not sure about the bunker one. Yeah, that's the only one you really question. But imagine you play the PGA Tour event like that. Yeah, the decision making with the water shots with less costly. I wonder if you get a few more different decisions getting made and stuff, do you know what I mean? be interesting to, to do that somewhere where, like, water plays a major part in it. So, like, this... Well, that's six, that bale. Yeah. You can welly one as far left as you want. I was going to say, the floor of the swing would be a perfect opportunity for this. Obviously, not the players, because it's too prestigious, but the PJ National, you've got the bear trap, the yeah. amount of balls that go in the water there. Will it, will it have an impact if you could drop it? Along the side, not the line of entry. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of them. I just thought I'd go through it and bring it to you. Oh, um, because you called me unprepared or something, didn't you? And I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a bogey boys video playing them rules. Yeah, let's do it. Me versus you. Um, but we hope you've all enjoyed that one. Obviously, we'll, there'll be an additional podcast to review the players, but we just wanted to get this one out. People in are going to be sick of us, aren't they? I, know, I have yeah. to watch Mark's list. I have to watch the podcast. I have to watch the players' review. I have to watch the um, Bogey Boys Ball. I have to watch the Roller Dice, which is coming out Roll shortly. Dice. Yeah, a new a new format called Roller Dice, which uh, we'll be bringing to you all very soon. Yeah, don't really want to talk about the result, but yep, watch it. Yeah, so look up. Um, hope everyone's enjoyed that that show. Um, again, obviously, if you want to go and have a look at Patreon and, and and subscribe to Patreon, there's going to be a lot of content on there. If you've not already subscribed and followed us on YouTube, you can go over to our YouTube channel again. That's where we we're, we're trying to grow the most. That'll that'll help us a lot as well. The YouTube in it is that, and that that's free yeah. to do. Just go over, hit that subscribe button, and hit the subscribe it, button, and just comment on the on the. Obviously, if you if you're watching the content, um. Comment as well and let us know what you think. Uh, send us a message and let us know what you think of everything that we're doing. And as I say, we're here to inspire, we're here to educate, and we're here to entertain. Motto. There's our philosophy right there. Boom. There you go. So um, hope you're enjoying the players for all you are watching it. We can't wait to see you wins and see what comes of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a beast. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> and until next time, we'll see you all soon. Ciao. Thank you.